sea dragons are fishes, even though they may not strike you immediately as being fishes, but they are members of the fish family Cynaphidae, as are also seahorses and several pipe fishes. As other fishes, sea, sea dragons have gills and they have fins, and they are um, really amazing because sea dragons are entirely adapted to blend into their habitat and to blend in with their kelp and seagrass habitat. Sea dragons do only live in Australia and in Australia they only like the southern regions, so the very cold and temperate regions. And we think it is because they are tracing kelp and seagrass beds which are usually restricted to colder water areas. So for a long time we thought that sea dragons was this very small group comprising only two species. But then in last, last year, um, in January, we discovered a third species of sea dragon that science had missed for over 150 years. So people often think that sea dragons are just weird seahorses and they are related, they are in the same group, the Cynaphidae. But um, seahorses are a different evolutionary lineage than the seahorses. And some characteristics that seahorses have but sea dragons don't is that seahorses stand upright while sea dragons just swim like any other fish, just horizontally. And seahorses also brood their babies in, a, in an enclosed pouch that make them seem like they're pregnant, while sea dragons have the eggs just attached openly to, on the tail. Sea dragons are pretty voracious predators. Even though they look very cute, they are actually feeding machines. Sea dragons feed on tiny crustaceans, which are called mycids, and they just swim in the water column, and the sea dragon will lose, use their long snouts to effectively and very, very quickly suck in this prey, and they almost never miss, and this um, this reaction has been studied in several seahorses and pipefishes, not in the sea dragons. And here we see that this is one of the fastest feeding movements in the animal kingdom, and it takes a few milliseconds to suck in that prey. This is something that we're really interested in. There's very little scientific information about sea dragons. Um, we know that they are facing certain threats, um, most importantly, the destruction of their habitat, so the loss of kelp, kelp and seagrass beds, and there are also some threats that come for them being caught in trawl nets and also being caught for the aquarium trade and being poached. However, it seems that overall sea dragons are doing relatively well, but there are certain populations which we are now finding um, that are, have low genetic diversity and that could be in trouble if environmental conditions change. I think aquariums have a very important role to play. First of all, they raise awareness for these animals that you would have to travel to Australia to see. And they really make people aware of sea dragons of, and their existence and also aware of um, environmental issues like the destruction of habitat. And what aquaria are really working hard on is trying to breed sea dragons in captivity, which would allow us to take less individuals from the wild and just have them stay in the wild and have our sea dragon populations um, be on display.
You can still take the common sea dragon from the wild, so permits are still being issued for this species. The leafy sea dragon um, permits have been denied in South Australia. No one has really tried in Western Australia to get permits there. Um, we're hoping that we can advance, <laughs> that we can facilitate the breeding of the leafy sea dragon by pairing up with a lot of aquaria, including um, the aquarium of the Pacific, and um, get a census of the gene pool we have in aquaria for leafy sea dragons in order to breed them more successfully.